0: I got a good one. Yeah, parenting because you're a parent. Yeah. You're about to be a parent. I've never grown up. He's still a kid. I am a child. <laughs> <laughs> a <man> child. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering. It'd be nice. Yeah, too. it would be. It would Cause be. Because nice. I know. I can see us doing a pod like when you become a dad and what that's like, sort of thing too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So okay. Who wants to lead? it's gonna have to be Max. Why? Because you're the dad, man.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the here to listen podcast. It's me Max again, and I'm back with Leon. Yo, yo, I'm back with Adam. Hey there, man. And I'm back with Jack. Hello. Sorry, Adam, I genuinely did not realise that you wasn't at the microphone then. So we are
0: just creeping towards it. I was (laughs) kind of prepared, but I did the sort of gymnastics pose to try and do
1: this. Literally (laughs) looked up to see dart back to the microphone. But yes, we're back. I I missed out last week. So yeah, it feels like it's been a long time for me sitting in this room. And it looks like a completely different room. We have now got space to breathe. Boys, what's <laughs> happened since I've been gone? Because this is looking very different. We
2: moved all of the stuff that we just piled into the room for no reason, and just piled it into another room for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: to be fair, I just walked in here one day and it was empty.
1: And I was like, <laughs> oh, nice. Pod room's
3: looking better.
1: I noticed when I went to the kitchen and realized that the kitchen is halved in size. Yeah. So, hang on a minute. Them blue barriers weren't there. Ah, that's where them? all the equipment the mess, <laughs> the mess. <laughs> yeah. But no, yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm, in, I'm. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm not gonna lie. missing last week was. Um, that was horrible. I didn't like it.
2: Get a bit of FOMO.
1: Didn't FOMO? What's that?
2: Fear of missing out.
1: FOMO. I like it. I, I heard
0: of that. Don't feel bad. I learned that two days ago.
1: No, well, oh, there right. you go. I've learned that today. I knew of the fear of missing out because that's always been something, that especially that I've experienced. But I think every kid, especially nowadays. I think it actually came on one of the keep doing podcasts that the team's been doing with um, the young people on program. Someone said about that, the, the, the whole reason, mm. one of the young people said the whole reason why they actually got social media in the first place was because they started a new secondary school and they'd realized that everyone was using this platform or these platforms. They'd never used any, didn't want them, weren't interested, but the fear of missing out, FOMO. Got them. FOMO got, hey, got them. Got there we go. And that, yes, I mean, it to happened to me as a kid, actually, all the time. You ever like woke up not wanting to do anything, but then you know, or you see when your mates walk past or you hear that they're out This is before all phones and stuff was the point of contact. But even though I didn't feel like going out, you'd still get up and go out because of FOMO, if only I knew FOMO. A little I'd bit different. Him. See, yeah. I'd, I'd
2: wake up in the morning, go on my Xbox, everyone's playing a game that I don't have, and they sound like they're having a good time. I'm just like, mum, you got to get me this game. <laughs> everyone's got it. And yeah. <laughs> get it and then I wouldn't have that FOMO
3: and you'd or get if, it
1: you'd complete it in a day and then ask for the next one no 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 not me <laughs>
3: or if I'm sitting at home and uh I get a message on my phone saying you're coming on the box <laughs> yeah and then I know there's a group of friends online but I just can't come <laughs> Green to let me go on it, and I just know they're all playing it having <laughs> jokes and I'm just sitting here watching something dead on telly
1: like
3: a <laughs> celebrity question. dating <laughs> 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 yeah let's go dating
1: I reckon right. when you look at it, like, i was just thinking just then of this FOMO that I've just become made aware of, or the terminology for it. Some, there's a different type of. There's yeah, I was just thinking back to something my son said yesterday. So again, he wanted to go to the skate park all day today. He's been going down there every day, every other it's day, if good. not every day, and he's doing some mad tricks. Like he's really, really progressing. His excuse for him to be able to be allowed out again all day, and this is like from eight o'clock in the morning until about seven at night. His lunch and stuff, but anyway, we said you got to come back today, you know, chill out, chill at home, blah blah blah. It's so, like, but I can't. What you don't understand is like, please don't shout at me, and this is his exact words, please <laughs> don't shout. But if I don't go down there for one day, I'm gonna lose out what I've learned today because I've not fully mastered this next trick and I'm so close to landing it. If I miss out a day, my mates are gonna get it and I'm not. So that's almost a case of FOMO, it is, but it's with but progression.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I know, been exactly there. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how he feels.
1: I know exactly how
3: he feels, especially when it's a new skate park as well, and everyone's skating like different parts of it. Everyone's getting better. Like you feel like if you go on holiday. I remember like going holiday for a week, and like you'd just like you'd get back, and then like your friends would be like, "Oh yeah, I did this. I did this. Look." And you get back, and you're just like, "No." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did I go to the Bahamas? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I get that. But again, I never got it Was well, I did do screwing, but I never got to a point where I was actually doing decent tricks. I just oh, riding well, the ramps.
3: I used to make so I used to take my skateboard on every single holiday I went on when I was like a teenager. And we used to have to so you know like the normal bit where they take your suitcase off, like once you're giving you tickets and it like goes down the little Yeah don't know what belt about, that's it and then it goes off down the hole. Like they wouldn't put a skateboard on that, so you'd have to go to a special part of the airport.
2: That's where my skis go.
3: Yeah, that's something like that. So to put your like, is it hazardous? Like Oversized items, or, items, or something? Yeah, awkward sized uh, items. And then we'd have to wait for it to always take extra long to come off the plane at the end. So this is how I used to overcome it. And I used to skate around the hotel every single morning like before anyone was <laughs> awake, just because I didn't want to get like, I didn't want to lose any like skills or <coughs> or wanted to master the kickflip. That is where I mastered the kickflip in Menorca. Nice. Yeah, man, so that's back. commitment.
1: That is so uh, if Mason said that to me, right? And he said, look, uh, and, it, and I knew that that's just a sign straight away that you're dedicated to the sport, you're dedicated to the progression, you're dedicated to do better with that skill. So that I'd, I'd, I'd rate that, although I could imagine standing, waiting in an airport or at the airport. <laughs> what are we waiting for now? Skateboard. <laughs> Not I'm gonna lie, skateboard. I wouldn't Again, do it. Skateboard. I wouldn't <laughs> do
3: it. Well, I had two little sisters, like my parents would be looking after them, and then I could just go.
2: Even in the worse,
1: morning. they had two ones <laughs> to take care of, and they had to wait for your skateboard. Fair <laughs> play. Yeah, but
2: parents. when I get off the plane, I don't want to stand there in the airport waiting for my bags. Normally, we do the thing where you take your luggage onto onto the plane, just so I have to miss that out. But if I'm standing there, I'm not even waiting for my luggage, I'm waiting for your skateboard
1: very selfish very, selfish very selfish very selfish valuable
2: hours wasted of some time oh no
1: i were not saying leon was being selfish I, was like, wait, I suppose you could look at it as leon being selfish. he was, was being thinking selfish. of you being selfish.
3: no no i'm thinking friend. of the family well i also when went to cornwall right, my mum dropped me off at the skate park called mount hawk because it was like at the time it was one of the best skate parks like in the uk and she had to drive like an hour to drop me off and then they went to the beach for a few hours and then come back to pick me up but that leads us onto a good thing because jack right now you're not a parent
1: so you never understand the what sacrifice that we make as parents, or as parents, <laughs> we. <would make. laughs> yeah, I get it. He's on his high yeah. horse because yeah.
2: he's got a was it eight month old fetus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Max sitting over here with a couple of kids. You know, I get it. I suppose
3: you're not wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, that that is where we're leading on to parenthood. Now, Actually, obviously, yeah. I have nothing, nothing to portray here
1: um mm. uh, you can use your imagination you've been yeah. reading lately, well so you how about the
0: sorry max uh, on, yeah fine. just to help you out what about have you ever thought about it have is it i'd is love
2: it to be a dad not mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but i would love to have like a little kid that you're bringing up you know teaching skills investing your time into it's not just for christmas so okay. for you personally jack what age would you say is a good age for you Twenty nine is probably the how, worst how age. How old possible. are you now? <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you mind About twenty nine.
1: How old you uh, are you now? Yeah, I'm twenty one. Twenty one now. Uh, so it's a age. What time? Do you, what? Twenty nine. Twenty nine
2: to thirty one.
1: Yeah. It's, it's weird. I used to say that.
2: End up having kids at twenty
1: one. <laughs> Just happens. <laughs> it's how it goes, man. Just how happens. It goes. And I definitely had, and I can vouch for this, and this is something that I did actually take with me for, for many years even. I was gonna say months, but I would even say years, and I carried this sort of weight with me because I actually split up with my ex because she wanted to settle down. At the age of 21, I was not ready. Did not wanna do that, I was 20 at the time, sorry. I was like, no, definitely not gonna happen, but she was a few years older than me, and she's like, look, done all the party scenes, where I she wanted to settle down. So I'm like, no, we're gonna have to go our separate ways. And we broke up, and it was a mutual sort of breakup, but it was still hard, and it was horrible. I remember tears and all that sort of stuff. Met Sarah, jumping jacks in Stevenage. About a month later, about a month after that, found out she was pregnant. (laughs) And and genuinely, genuinely, again, still in the mindset of not wanting kids, but something happened within my life, or not, well, my life, but something happened to a member of the family, and it was Auntie Lisa, and she got diagnosed with leukemia. She's all right. She's she's recovered and and uh, through recovery and all that sort of stuff. It's a fair few years back, over twelve. Years ago, that's, that's mental, isn't it? That is that. mental. So twelve years ago, yeah, found out that my auntie had leukemia. Well, fit and healthy, and I thought, you, j- do you know what? You never know what's going to happen. And I was off the rails at this point. I was going out party scenes, London clubbing, all this sort of stuff every weekend, living a high life, shall we say? And uh, that just made me think, like, if something happens to me <laughs> tomorrow, I've got a bun in the oven. That was my words. I've got a bun in the oven. How bad is that? But I thought, there's something that can take my torch and carry it on little bit of a legacy of me I'm leaving something behind <laughs> when I'm old and weak if I die, they like can if look I, after me basically if I died it was my mentality was if I died tomorrow then I've got something to carry my name forward that was literally it just turned out to be that um we we ended up getting on really really well anyway we've had ups and downs rounds and rounds and flipping all the in-betweens but yeah <laughs> 12 years later um two two kids and a wife out nice there. house and
2: a and a boo and
1: a receding hairline and no money in the bank and so <laughs> and, um green calls across the forehead to call me gordon Ramsay now because they're just there they're stuck and that's just like no that's me that's looking forward to it leon <laughs> <Liam. laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah genuinely would not change it for the world and this is what, what i was going to say about the age thing so i wasn't there ready at the age of 21. And that was one of the biggest fears in that of like oh, i'm too young i've not got enough money in the bank i i didn't save the money when i should have saved it and blah 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 um you know things happen that change your mindset sometimes things happen that are not planned but looking at the pros and cons now i don't really know too much about the cons well i do and i don't of having kids young but no matter what age you are i don't think you'll ever be you can you can read all the books in the world you can do as much research as you want nothing will prepare you mentally for having children it just comes naturally like literally and and what you'll find is and you'll probably if i sort of spoke to kareem more so I'm not saying you don't read the books and stuff but I know Sarah read Bibles, <laughs> baby Bibles, right? And then you look at a baby Bible from three years ago; it's completely different. Yeah, completely different tips and tricks and stuff that you should and shouldn't be doing with your newborn baby. Like, why is that right now when it was wrong three years ago? Like, it does change.
3: So, Kareen's got two books. Are
2: mm. uh, they called the baby, the baby Bible,
3: something like that? No, no, but. Same, same thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a big book about babies. <laughs> it's like different, the baby Bible. It's nice. Different baby religion, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leon, just for the people listening, could, do you want to give a bit of context about where you're at? How far? Oh, uh, yeah, so,
3: um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, me and partner and I got about four weeks until we <laughs> have our first baby, four weeks and three days from yeah, from today. Yeah. So, it's a bit mad. But, yeah, we're looking forward to it.
0: I believe you when you say it. Yeah <laughs> as well because I think we've all seen fathers before going yeah I'm looking forward to it there's a kind of wildness in their eyes like they're terrified <laughs> kind of thing but nah, I I, I, like you th- are quite calm actually there's a sense of you've taken to it very well I, Yeah, seen. I think
3: we're in a sort of good space so like I feel like I've always wanted kids anyway but I was never in a rush to have them so like whenever me and Kri- so I've been to Kri- like 4 years next week um ooh, actually, boy, it's Oh, actually, is tomorrow? Wow! Is he just
0: realised? Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> look, like, no,
1: he's, yeah. he's, he's got baby like, on his mind. Chair, anyway. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It like, gets worse when there's kids involved. Like you forget an anniversary or anything like that, mate. That is it. <laughs> Done it three or four times now. it's like, don't do that. <laughs> so yeah,
3: now now I can get a card on my way home for tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't
1: <yeah>. make it <laughs> not from a petrol station. They they just know. They know. <laughs> Women know if you bought that bunch of flowers or that card from petrol station they just know like, <laughs> i've tried that again many a times
3: you
2: I've wanted to... kids though yeah, yeah like yeah. recently you said to me you was like look if corinne got pregnant i'd actually be happy
3: yeah yeah so and then i think so when i first got with her, she was just at the point where she was like uh feels like uh, i'm a bit she felt like she was a bit young maybe still to have him yeah so she didn't feel like not that she wasn't ready but that she wasn't well, that she wasn't ready as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but then like she got to a point where she was like oh, yeah, i am ready actually we never really actually said it but i was always at a point well when you're ready we'll have one like and then it just happened and then now i feel like we're just in a good space we've got everything prepared but with the baby books she's read one like one or two pages and she's reading through it and she's like i pretty much already know this stuff like so what yeah. am i going to learn from it that's going to it's just better if we just do it our way and just do it
1: and this it is mad like people who to said to me like the mother's instinct right their mother has carried that child for nine months and they and you will have the instinct too so if anything's wrong like for example if you hear a hundred you're in a you're in a kid's play area there's 100 kids on that kid's carter's place or whatever it's called kids world and it's all screaming and blah 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 you'll be able to hear your kids cry out of 100 kids like you just it's just something that a parent can do right it's crazy but also gut feelings and stuff like that and this is something that you can't learn and read from books and like you do get some people we're talking about anxieties and stuff like Sarah as I said on the previous pods that she's suffered with some severe sort of health anxieties and stuff like that and actually a lot of it stemmed from actually being pregnant or actually giving birth so she had a lot of fear at the beginning especially with mason a lot of anxieties a lot of ocd that she picked up massively because in her mind if she didn't clean the house the kids are going to die and that's mad to think but if you're, if that's going on in your mind yeah it's mad so it's uh, going off tangent with the mental health stuff here again but parenting it can it's it's quite a daunting thing and i think a lot of people out there do get worked up and get worried you said about sort of leon seems calm I remember loving it. I think for a man, I can't speak for every man, but it's fairly laid back.
3: Ah, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. fairly laid oh.
1: back. So you do. I've always enjoyed ki- like being childish and, and entertaining the kids. And I've always been this one here next to me, for example, I used to change his nappies. I right, just to paint a picture to the to the viewers <laughs> to the listeners so jack yes we are family he's my younger brother and i used to change this guy's nappies right so i've yeah. always been pretty much hands-on used to look after him from a young age like so i've always been like well equipped to sort of look after kids and i am like you said at the beginning adam did you just call yourself a man child or i'm just making that up
0: uh before we started properly recording oh, okay, but right. i would probably <laughs> describe myself as uh, some arrested development has occurred in my life well, i'm
1: definitely a man child right <laughs> and i always am and I'm always gonna be i love having fun and stuff so i think that's why i, I enjoyed the the, the thought like you said jack of having someone to sort of shape mold and bring into this world and sort of like teach lessons yeah. life lessons and stuff it is amazing and i love that element of it and that's where i think you as well like male or female boy or girl it doesn't matter you may in your mind have wanted or hoped for a certain gender but you know what it doesn't i've got one of each and yeah. it doesn't matter what they are it's wicked man but yeah, yeah like i said it is easier well like you're saying at the beginning it is a lot
3: easier for me being like having or well, not actually carrying a baby like, it's for her she's got to carry it around so i feel like she's a lot more attached like she'll be like oh it's moving mm. but then like now she's at the point where it's just moving all the time where she don't even tell me and i would feel like, <laughs> like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's, you think they're not just carrying it though mate they're feeding it they yeah. are nurturing it they, they're housing it and they're looking after it like i think you brought something up adam on the previous pod when me and jack was talking about our mental health and that and uh, sometimes an escapism type thing would be to go chill in the bath and just like not together obviously sometimes (laughs) Uh, but i said i'd lay in there for hours and uh, until the water was cold and you said it was very much womb like -like, yeah and that just flagged up just now thinking about like yeah i can see why us as human beings would find comfort in that because when we got brought into this world we were covered, surrounded, mm. in water, mm. in a womb, mm. curled up. And I've I often found myself in that position. <laughs> 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 I want to say We're it. We're in the bar. Yeah, curled up. C- like,
0: curled up in a fetal position. Basically
1: See. falling asleep, like dangerous. Do not try that nah. at home. Um, falling asleep in a bath is dangerous like.
2: see yeah. we had a really small bath and the only way I could cover my whole body <laughs> was to lay like that <laughs> so like I'd either have to have my knees out and my shoulders out or all my legs out and my shoulders in but it was either one or the other so I used to have to curl up and like lay on my side in the feet position just to get a good soak in Jack for is currently bit. curling up now, Yeah, as yeah. Speak. Just I wish the camera was in. <laughs> I'm just giving a nice demonstration.
1: What <laughs> it was, he didn't have a small bath. Oh, who's oh, it? Oh my God. God. Uh, like All right, Ian. Ian. You wait till I see <laughs> him.
2: Um, Everyone sees him. Yeah, it's, it's
1: not, we didn't have a small, we didn't have a small bath. Um, Jack's just really tall. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to get a giant bath just to accommodate Jack. Now and it is can, paying. I've never seen a bath like it. I wish I still lived there. <laughs> it genuinely, yeah, it's huge.
0: And we've got a pillow in it.
1: Yeah. All right. That's enough. Enough I, just, um,
0: I wanted to go back a little bit to the the baby books that you were talking about as well. And the <clears throat> if you if you approach it from an anxious point of view, I imagine that you will absorb. I'm maybe yeah. talking about Sarah. Absorb loads of information about you know what to expect. Surely, it's that much more shocking when things don't go the way the book said that it would go. Because you you propose this idea of the opposite of like you just got to go with it. You just you know. Well, yeah. Doesn't that create more anxiety if like it ain't following the plan? What's going on?
1: Well, I don't I I don't know if Sarah ever followed a plan. These books that Sarah used to read, obviously, I I don't doubt for a second there was plans within them. And these baby classes, groups, mother groups that she used to go to, I, I don't doubt for a second there were plans and tips and stuff within them. Um, other than just lists of baby names that you could choose from, There's all sorts. It was like it, that's why they called it the Bible. It was start to finish, boom. Um, but for example, it would say, "Do not." And this is going back twelve years. Do not put the baby at the end of the cot, so the so the basic the feet had to be closer to the bottom of the cot. Yeah, um, so you can leave more space up by the head. That literally got flipped round, complete opposite, a year later, two years later, or from when Sarah's mum was having kids. It's back to... It's, it's back, back to how it used yeah, to be. Yeah. And it's like, all right, okay, so I, I, I get it that stuff happens, things change, science evolves and all this sort of stuff, right? But what you're going to learn in a book, like you will know if your baby's not right. You might have certain fears that something might happen and you might think, oh my God, are they, are they right? They moved for ages and blah, blah, blah. Like nothing's going to tell you in a book what to do in that situation. So nothing's going to tell you how to act. Like you'll have a gut instinct, you'll have a natural human reaction to know what to do, when to do it. If you think and you feel there's something not right, chances are something's not right. Like, and I know people get it wrong, and this is going on to the health things. Like someone might really, 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 really be going through some sort of health anxieties or some sort of mental health illness, issue, illness, disorder, um, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not joking, right? I've I've been a little bit involved with this to some extent and I remember not for massive amounts of time but I'd often stand above the cart and look and it'd be fairly dark in the room and then I'd start to freak out thinking they weren't breathing, right? So then I'd put my head really, really close. By the time I left there, I'll end up waking the baby up, do you know what I mean? Because I was that paranoid that stopped breathing or something. So I know your mind can play tricks and stuff. Um, but yeah, they just sure me, a, me I broke her arm and she she didn't scream. She was in the bedroom with Mason on his shoulders. This was a few years back now. Heard a fall, heard a crash. Um, five minutes after I told him to get down because someone was going to get hurt, and Mason went to put her down. Apparently, nice and calmly he said, <laughs> and she <laughs> fell forward, landed on her arm. And she come in, holding her wrist. She wasn't crying any differently. She wasn't. She wasn't screaming. She wasn't like I broke my arm. I broke my arm. She's only about six years old, seven years old. The look on her face. I could tell the shape of her crying her mouth shape when she was crying i would never seen that before i looked at her arm couldn't see that it was broken but i said she's broke her arm and she was holding it there as soon as i took her hand away her arms went floppy oh and literally i was holding on to this broken arm but i knew from the look on her face like i said you can hear your child's cry out of a group of a hundred um it's just something within you like it comes naturally they didn't have these books years ago like they didn't they They don't you don't need them you don't need to swamp yourself with all that stuff you don't need to stress about money Um, obviously you need it and you need to have some sort of stability and a bit of foundation created um, when you're going into this but that can happen from the time that you find out that you're going to be a parent so the nine months or or six months before seven months before whatever it is and that's what some guy said to me, like it did nothing will ever, ever prepare anybody, no matter how old you are, you can wait until you're 4550 thinking, I'm more experienced now, I'll mm. be able to master parenting easier. That's rubbish. It doesn't matter how obviously, if you're really, really young life skills come in handy, obviously. Yep, yep. So you're not going to have as many life experiences being younger. But yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, I think
3: yes, it's more like now. So I just think like going forward, it's more of the example I'm going to have to like constantly set. So like, if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to have to pick myself back up and get moving. Or like, let's say we had a little scare in the company earlier this week. Like I said, if I lost my job or whatever, I'd have to get back out there, pick
1: myself back up. Cause I'd need to show them that you can just do it. Like, yeah, you just have yeah. to get out there and do it. But it also gives you a purpose to do it even more. Yeah, so yeah. Than what it would if you didn't have that person to try and look after and fend for and support. Because if you didn't, that's how a lot of people can just submerge in that mm, and dwell yeah. in self pity. You've got a reason just yourself or a your queen you've got another life to support so that gives you that get up and a go bit of driving force behind 100 yeah 100 yeah, i wouldn't be here today if i didn't have kids I'm not saying i would have killed myself or anything like that. that's deep but i definitely would not be in the job that i'm in i would probably still be plastering in muck up walls and it some sounds like, record yeah i was on a bad <laughs> path and it did and i'm not saying go and have kids it will sort you out but i was definitely on a one-way path to nowheresville if you mm. want to call it and although i had that sort of light bulb moment when lisa got diagnosed it was actually a blessing that it happened in some ways and it gave me the uh in the initial sort of reaction to go actually do you know what i'm doing this and if i didn't and i remember i must have been really really bad at the time because my dad said to me and bear in mind most parents Find out their kids were um, having kids. If at that, I don't know, it's not that young. I suppose twenty-one. Um, but I was expecting him to go a little bit a while, um, c- just for the simple fact that I hadn't known Sarah that long. And uh, he was like, "If you don't want to do it because you're struggling, like I will help you, support you. You can stay here. Blah blah blah." He was so supportive, mm. and I think in the back of his mind, he knew that if I didn't have kids at the age I did, <laughs> I'd end up like a lot of the other people I was hang about with still sitting around the same table in the same, well, not now because of COVID and that, but Mm -hmm. still doing the same stuff, same same places, same people. Um, I've moved on. And I I have the kids and the family to thank for that, I think. Mm.
0: I'm interested in that idea, the sort of like it lights a fire under you. You know, it gives you kind of a bit of extra, but that's not always the case. Burns your times as well, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, I'm wondering if you can, like, look at your own sort of friend network and maybe we can ask Jack this as well around people that are younger that have been faced with being a parent but have completely dropped the ball you know and I'm wondering what the difference is between someone who's massively motivated because you're a parent and the others that you know we all know deadbeat dads as they're called you know those you know what is that difference I
1: don't know I've got mates that have lost their kids I've got mates that have got their kids taken off and they've gotten back and then taken them off them I don't they call them mates because they're people I used to knock about with and I grew up with but I don't see them anymore. what I hear you hear through social media you hear from other people and these just are just not being ready t- just uh, just I don't know mate I, I, whether it's you could you could, uh, you could uh, dig at things and we, the work that we do we often know that obviously you've got to dig deep to find out where it all actually stems from mm. with all of our experiences and stuff but you could look at it and go oh did they have the support that we had as young kids did they have the did their dad say to them oh you can stay you can do this you can do that blah 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 did they want to have kids in the first place. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot there's of things, so yeah, many yeah, different so elements. There's so many different elements. I feel like sometimes it can be the
3: mums as well. So like, say, so, well, like, so a girl's got pregnant and now she thinks that's an excuse now to pretty much inflict control on her partner. So like, oh no, the you, ca- you can't go out no more. You can't do this. You got like you got kids now, so you can't do like you have to just pretty much stay in and like do dad stuff and like mature. They're so like. So like when you say mature, like you mean not go see my friends, not do X, Y and Z and stuff like that. But if they were given more of an option to be able to just do both, so go out, see friends and still be a dad. Like mm. instead of every time they wanted to do something for themselves, it's a whole clash.
1: Yeah, I could it's, see it's finding a balance. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But then also like being young. And inexperienced in relationships, the mum and the po- the dad might not be no. experienced mm. in relationships. Glad you said that, lot.
1: Leon, though, because that is something that definitely got in the way of my relationship. So we were young, had, having kids, like Sarah carrying the child. She stopped smoking, she stopped drinking, she done everything that, that a female would be expected to do to make sure that that baby had the most healthy start in life. Yep. So she'd done that cold turkey. She was just as bad as I was was back in the day with the alcohol and the going out and the party scenes and stuff like that. So her argument was, why are you still allowed to go out and do this when I can't? Which is fair enough. But then you try telling someone who's 21, you ain't going out. You're not going to that drum and bass rave up in London no more. You're not doing any of this. You've got yeah. a kid on the way. It took me the nine months. So me and Sarah was on and off. Uh, the build up to her actually having Mason, us having Mason um, and her giving birth was horrible. Like we were splitting up. I was under the influence nine times out of ten, like I'd say over 50% of the week. I was out at the pub yep. after five side football back to the pub friday night to the pub and then some days then I come back to early hours in the morning so you put yourself in a female's point of view no matter how experienced you are in life you're not going to like that especially when your hormones are all over the place you are not going to like yep. that so that's just to create that creates negativity straight away so we had it i suppose if you were a little bit more life ex- had a bit more life experience in relationships then maybe um it wouldn't be as bad it's taken us, so I'm now at a point, because I stopped socialising. I let, I let that, even with the advice that my stepdad once gave me. Uh, I will tell you what it was in a bit. It's a bit jokes, but it's funny, and a lot of people will laugh from it, but a lot of people will be is a this, bit upset. Is this my dad? Yeah, yeah. Um, but now advice. Six, seven years, I just cut off, and I, I would go out on special occasions, but I've lost a big social group because that. Not online social platforms, I mean my friends, Uh, that I used to call friends and and people I used to hook up with on a daily every every other day, whether it was on phone, um, social media or in person. And the thing is, as time goes on, when you become a parent, you sacrifice, but you make sacrifices to better one, your family, but yourself as well. And I've cut away a lot of ties, we're talking about getting rid of toxic people and uh, on the podcast with Hannah. And we're saying sometimes you have got to remove yourself away from certain environments and certain people and all this sort of stuff i done that, but I'd done it to a next level where I didn't have no social life. Like I, I was family guy. That's it. That's all I mm. cared about. All I'd done. I go to work, I come back, I spend time with the kids, take them to the park. Obviously, Sarah had a sleep. so. So, Matt, before you sort of gave
3: your friendship group up, as as you say and sort of thing, um, would you say that you knew that they were bad
1: influencers on you? Nah. And I'm glad you said this, because it makes me sound like I just ditched them. Yeah, I didn't. So what happens, Leon, and this may happen to you, and it's probably, I reckon this has happened to a lot of parents out there, a lot of blokes out there, um, maybe females as well. Um, But you stop attending. So I was going on special occasions, and then it gets to a point where something comes up and you can't. Or you feel like you can't you've had a late night you've had a sleepless night your kids have been up because i was doing night feeds and stuff because of sarah's condition or stuff that she was experiencing i was very hands-on i was doing night feeds all that sort of stuff some nights i just didn't want to go and party and that started happening more and more so then they started getting peed off and those are my mates that wanted to keep going out some of them had kids they people that didn't really care about it and just split up with their missus as soon as they found out and all that sort of stuff but yeah, I, I just started getting negative comments or messages from my mates and that people that didn't have kids going, oh, you're such a sellout. I don't, I'm not even going to bother texting you no more. Can't believe you're not going to come out. Why did you do this? Blah, blah, blah. And it went on and on and on. And I remember Kev, for my stepdad, saying to me, look, this will happen. Like you're gonna it's gonna happen. You've got what 30 odd mates at the minute he goes, they'll go down to five. and They did within about a year, two years, my social group then went down to five. Then they just stopped texting your mate they just stopped messenger so it wasn't that I left them I just didn't show up as much they didn't like it or certain few of them didn't and then you just you don't get accepted into the whatsapp group chats no more because even when I did oh work come on boys it's throughout summer it's so busy I was getting asked to go raving and stuff and even like four years ago this so the kids have grown up a fair, a fair bit I still get negative stuff from my mates they're like why don't you want to come to that three-day festival it's like we've got Eight hundred people out on program. Right? We're, we're overseeing <laughs> a cohort of eight hundred young people at the minute. We've got another hundred and fifty going out next week. Can't really go away because if <laughs> I get a call from one of the staff members saying I can't come in tomorrow, or so and so has done this, I was like, "This, this is our work. That our yeah. work is summer." So I'm not going to um, what was that last base festival? fest? Base fest. That was the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Um, <laughs> I feel like so, you, like because I feel like
3: I've gone through a similar process, but without. The pressure of kids so like i used to go out all the time like now like just from like for the last three or four years
1: i've completely stopped going out every weekend and stuff like that but that's just you've you've settled down you and yeah. kreen you got to a point in your relationship before even kids were on the horizon and you found that you you started thinking about moving uh, and all that stuff has always been there so you you're at a point where you're settling down before bigger the kids picture
3: was like actually what do i like what do I want to do and what do I want to be like in like five years' time? Do I want to be happy, settled down, like, or do I still want to be sort of going out in the same places? Not really. That's yeah. not. Re- but then, but it's weird, what you say, because like what we're talking at the beginning is the FOMO. Mm. That FOMO slowly disappears, and you realise that you're just not missing out on anything <laughs> right, like, exactly. you literally think about what's happening the same people are going out they're going to the same place they're probably going to sit in the same chairs that's it oh how many pubs thing. have
1: you walked in though a year later and there's still the same group at the same bar it's like boys what are you doing with your life then not a lot <laughs> like, it's been two years or whatever you're still there
3: and uh, i could not be in that scene and then I could go back there in two years time, and I can still see yeah. Yeah. the same groups of people, yet some of the faces might have changed, but yeah, I'd still see the similar person that just replaced them or like the same group with like one of those people that I used to see like, Or
1: yeah, or you see that group of people, but they've, they've, they've evolved a bit, they've lost a few of the older ones, but they've got yeah. a few younger ones in the mix yeah, now. Yeah. And <laughs> they bring some of them in because they want to do you know what I mean? Yeah, mate, and 100%. It's, I, it's, you can't tell someone that's stuck in that loop. I call it a loop. Mate, every town's got it. Every town's got it. Like, I don't doubt for a second, but it is a loop. You're stuck in a time warp and it's like, you're going to be doing that, what, until you're 60, 70, until you're retired? Just moaning. Why don't you just get yourself a bit of podcast equipment and do it for a little bit of a hobby, just run and get paid for it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Sit at a bar, spending money, eating dirty peanuts that no one's (laughs) washed their hands before they put their hands in them. Do you know what I mean? It's just not my scene.
0: Uh, One of my sort of favourite topics is about taking responsibility. And it just sounds like there's those that take the responsibility and those that kind of avoid it, maybe they feel ill-equipped to take the responsibility. But, you know, with with you, Leon, it's like, okay, I'm going to be a dad. There's, you know, thinking about jobs, things like that, making sure, you know, that taking responsibility (laughs) through your life I think alleviates a lot of any of the fears that people might have I always think that there's a scale between responsibility and fear for example I was doing something this week where I wanted it was like icebreaker type stuff and I was thinking immediately max oh max will do that max will do the icebreaker I'm just going to push it on someone else because of my own fears about leading groups and um, icebreakers the solution to that is to take responsibility for it and learn about icebreakers or to do a couple of practice runs or or whatever so going back to being a parent it just seems like something that people obviously don't get an opportunity to do a practice run as it were but there's so much fear there that the instinct to go back to the old ways or continue with the mad partying or or whatever can it seem like very tempting but actually the solution is in the I'm going to be a dad here I am this is a thing I've got to do I've got responsibilities I've got bills to pay that kind of thing would you say that was your experience versus the guys that we talked about that maybe run away from it is simply feeling ill equipped to take on the responsibility?
1: Could be again, I can't answer it, man. I just everyone's
3: different, also. So, going back to the fear of missing out, so like if your friends are out, just thinking, I'm just gonna go out and I'm just gonna die, go out, carry on living my life, and then they're gonna be all right, I'll be there for them tomorrow, but then you're hungover, so you're not really there for them. Or mm-hmm. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. He's
1: with, we, I, I can't answer your question, Adam, just because I think with me, I f- everyone's wired different. I'll, I'll yeah. be, and everyone's been brought up different and conditioned in a way that no one's going to be the same. Um, really, even from the same household, you're going to have different personalities and all the rest of it when you start digging deep. But it's just, I don't know this, like, it, it, we said about earlier the elements when you c- you could just pick apart so many different aspects to mm-hmm. why someone would make that decision. To run away, mm. or to face it, or, or or it could be the the fear of uh, I just I can't do this. I've not got no support, um, self belief overwhelmed it could be a number of different things it, it literally
0: if anyone's listening and has been through it by all means come on because this is where i'm at i'm curious i kind of want to know i don't i'm not judging them for their choices i, f- I feel like there's reasons behind everything and it would be interesting to kind of get that reason behind that as well that's kind of where i'm sort of going to yeah. i'm asking guys that obviously you know you, you're good at taking responsibility you are not one of those people but i'm intrigued about you know the the other side of things. Um, I did want to go back to the Kevin advice that you said. <laughs> do you know about. what? I
1: was just—that's mad. I was literally. Are we on a wavelength?
0: No, I think we are. That's sometimes mad. I, I s- think we are. I
1: genuinely, I was looking at him and going, "Do I say it? Do I not? Do I say? It? And then I generally <laughs> I saying thought, we might have to cut it out. Thought, I'll oh. just put it right at the end. But okay. basically, what he said—it was just the same like, advice
2: he gave me. He was like, "Max,
1: I'm going to give you a bit of advice. <laughs> he said, "Get with a woman. He goes, "You settle down have kids It goes that woman will make it her goal to change you and shape you to the man that she wants you to become. And how will she do that? She'll stop you from going out and see f- seeing your friends. She'll stop you from having fun. She'll even try and stop you from taking part in your favorite hobbies, whether that's Jim Lee on skateboard. Has it happened to you yet? Yeah. And me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So they'll do all this sort of stuff. And then a couple of years go by, or whatever that it didn't say a time period, but they, they've molded and shaped you to this man they want you to be and then they leave you. Mm. Why do they leave you? Because you're not the man you used it's to be. So <laughs> <laughs> like, like you made me this way. <laughs> you're not the guy I fell in love boring. with. Do you know what? And they, a female could say about the man, the man could try to mold and shape the female. Um, but it was just a little funny joke that I really listened to him deeply thinking mm. this is gonna be amazing. And he just <laughs> come out with that at the end. I was like, Cheers, mate.
0: I can kind of see where he's coming from. I believe in partnerships helping you realise your potential, whether they are relationships, whether they're friendships. I've had relationships in the past where I ran away from, but if I would have stayed with it, I probably would have got a lot more out of it. For example, there was one girl that was like constantly angry with me, so it was all very mummy issues. Mum was angry with me, all that sort of stuff. There's a lot of transference going on. So I bottled it, but I could have had an opportunity to negotiate that, figure it out, communicate it, say about what my needs are, suggest I'm not trying to change you, but this is the effect that it's having on me, and then discuss if it's possible going forward. That kind of thing. I don't know. No, but
1: how many people (laughs) try discussing it and planning out? Because that's something that me and Sarah didn't do for years and years and years and years. And it was actually mum. She kept saying, you need to just write down what you like, what you don't like in this relationship, have a chat about it. Try and move forward, rah, rah rah Do you know what? I bet it works out wicked for, for a lot of people that would actually do it, but actually getting someone to do that and without that creating a massive argument <laughs> in itself. What, you want me to write down a list of everything that really annoys me about, right? Oh, on a minute. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, but it took us a couple of years to actually sit down and discuss it. And look, we've even broke up, it was what, two years ago? We had a year and a half separated. Uh, Mason was 10, uh, 11 nearly me was a so yeah we, we've we, it's not been smooth and it's it pushes and will test any relationship mm. um but, but it's don't you gain to from that you do yeah, 100%. if you do if you stick with it what i found when we had that year gap i met other people uh, it wasn't my um yeah i'm not going to discuss this actually live but yeah we, we took a break it was sort of like a mutual sort of thing if you want to look at it like that way we, we were on a break no, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um we both went off and done our own things, should we say. And within that year and a half, six, seven people that I met, and um, uh, I'm just saying like, not saying everyone's the same, because I've just said that in a different sentence earlier, that we're all different. but Actually, relationships are the same. They may be different people, they may look different, but it all comes down to the same stuff like the it's all about sacrifice what's it called um where you work compromise get... compromisation jack well done yeah
0: That's a not a word but the first one was
1: Com- <laughs> it is now compromisation <laughs> max made it up compromising i like the sound of compromise we've got a laptop we can look that up I looking I like
0: up it. I like so it. for me i'd
3: say so i went so i'd had like sort of girlfriends like up until like probably like 23 and then had like two relationship for me and that was like one of the most emotional roller coasters i've ever had and it was just, like a very stressful relationship for me i think
1: we spoke about that on program didn't we, when yeah,
3: we yeah. A and like, yeah 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 now, and like, when i look back maybe i was in the wrong like and and maybe she was in the wrong as well but like that taught me so many lessons that when i took it what i took into like the relationship relationship i got with kareen what from like it gave me like an idea of what i wanted so when i did meet kareen and like I felt like she just had the similar aura to me she's just a bit more chilled out like doesn't really worry about anything like so we can both just chill out we can sit in a room together we can spend an evening we can spend an evening chatting spend an evening where we don't even talk to each other but we're just there so like it doesn't just doesn't really matter Mm. so I feel like I learned what I will not put up with sort of type thing Mm. and like now I just feel like but I feel like she had a similar situation to I did yeah. yeah so then I feel like now we've sort of so it was almost like previous relationships definitely were lessons yeah, yeah. to where we are now. And now we're just, I just feel like we're so good, like in a good place in a minute. Touch wood as I'm, as I'm changing. I also appreciate that there's, there's,
0: there's an aspect of, you, you. There is, there are times to leave relationships. I also appreciate yeah. that. Like I was suggesting earlier that if you stick with it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I also think that there's limits to that as well, where oh, yeah. if it's like unhealthy and you're suffering, then yep. maybe that, you know, there's no amount of learning that maybe can be reached then, off you go and try and then like you say Leon like take your previous and work it into your future really about where your barometers are and where your needs are I guess and what you might require from the next partner. Um, I wanted to uh, ask one thing actually this is mainly for Max is what has being a parent taught you?
1: Uh, What hasn't it taught you? What we got left on this pod. I mean, I could talk for hours. There's loads of different things it's taught me, but I'd say I've learned more about parenting and and the skills that I can use within parenting from this job more so. I'd say just from the little training bits that we've done. You know, we was talking about safety of language earlier before this pod, just stuff like that. I mean, parenting's just taught resilience you, you could go through all the skills that we promote, right? Parenting has taught me more, and it just right. added value and evolved the skills that I already had massively. It's made me l- realise that obviously, you know, kids are expensive, massively, <laughs> you need to have stability. And you can't sort of like, it's, there's so Consistency, much I Yeah, 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 I can imagine it's just ever well, teach every every day is a lesson. What it, much. Uh, Leon, you, again, you've just taken the words out every day is a lesson and you can never stop learning from parenting because when you get through one phase, it's on to the next. It's like going phase one programme, phase two, phase three, phase four, yeah? every phase is different.
3: Well, you're creating an adult. Like, yeah, you know, and, and, and what years. happens
1: is like you see that, but then you don't see it happen. So you, you just what I would say to any parents out there, and this is something that I often got told. But you often or i often or not just brushed it off right and this is god's honest truth so many people say this savor and enjoy the early days because as stressful as they can be as many late nights and sleepless nights as you can have it, as many dirty nappies you've chucked in the bin yeah as much crap you've got on your hands whatever all the negative things that you could look at from parenting right it doesn't matter they they come out like they're born they're a, they're a babe. they can't do anything within I'm not even joking. Like three years goes like that, like yeah, literally, I can, I boom, like that. And before you know it, they're starting school. And I had parents come up to me, and goes, just enjoy it. Just make sure you enjoy it. it. Goes so quick. It goes so quick. And Mason's at secondary school. Me is going up or moving up to middle school when they actually get to go back and it doesn't (laughs) seem that long ago that I was still picking them up and walking down the street even for me I remember meeting Mason and Mia
3: Mm. when I first started working for you to listen and they were like what four or five years younger but to them that's a third of their life almost like mental it's crazy I remember sitting
2: in the car park at the hospital Mm. nine years old being an uncle like I'm an uncle at nine years old (laughs) and I'm 21 now (laughs) what's going on and I
1: I could see now He's at the age and he's, he's knocking around like he's at the skate park. I oh, went down damn. there to take some drinks and that down there for him. There's him. There's four of his mates. He's mixing with teenagers and stuff. He's there. He's 12 years old. One more year he's a teen anyway, but kids. And it's only going to get faster from when we was kids, from when you was kids, whenever the listeners like it's, it's changed over the years. And because children have got access to so much more, they evolve and grow up so much quicker. Mm. So what is mentally now is 12 years old. I'd say mentally he's like 17, 18 it's crazy and again she's nine I'd say mentally she's at like a 12 13 year old or whatever I don't know
0: it's just scary for yeah just on that Leon I was wondering like modern times you know what kind of thoughts have you got coming up about being a parent in the you know a very different life perhaps as to what you grew up with with social media with phones with tech all that sort of stuff have you given any any thought to that
3: yes I suppose as things actually gets to certain ages we're probably gonna have to say like internet safety and stuff like that but my ultimate goal is as long as we can teach what's right and wrong and Morals like, and values. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know wherever she ends up, long as she's happy, I can probably regret saying that. but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it is. It's right. uh yeah, so yeah, so long as like she knows right from wrong, she's not a bully or da 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 or and like not a bully. Yeah,
2: well, You couldn't raise a horrible kid. That's you something couldn't. else that
1: Hannah said on that podcast. She was like, when you when your f- kid first goes for their very first play date, right? So Sarah vouched for this and, and you lot know my kids, but you to Adam and Leon have probably seen the best side. You've probably seen a little bit of agginess, but Jack's definitely seen the agginess that they can pr- um, <laughs> yeah. provide the little
2: demon. sending
1: them out their first play date. They go to school and they got this play date and that like, rara. we never Ever, ever had any parents say anything negative, and it got to the point, right? Me and Sarah, you can ask her, we was like, Do you think they're lying? I think they've been playing up, but genuinely, our kids and this made us feel so good because when they need to be so at school, their reports Mason now he gets in a little bit of bother for not listening, this, that, and the other. But whether it's people's houses they went around to play, after school clubs, or whatever it was, uh, family members they'd come back with praise is being sung about them. you two have done an amazing job yeah. we even had I said to you guys the other day when the school asked Sarah to do a report on how do we get our kids to eat healthy food like car- we used to send them in with packed lunch like carrot sticks tomatoes we just done it from an early age and made like it was just food but to them.
3: I feel like you eat that as well so yeah you set the example true so there you like, go so
1: from the beginning the foundation like, is
3: you're you're because do- you're doing it they yeah. see you doing it they just don't
1: see it as abnormal <laughs> to eat healthy
2: Max just, did you yeah. make that decision or did you eat healthy since you was a kid
1: uh, I've always been a lover of rabbit food um, like salad and just I, I, I've, I've gone more off salad now as I'm older I used to love like mum used to make bowls of salad and I used to have to, like, bread with salad and make salad sandwiches I used to love them as a kid but yeah with them they just did it but it's like you always doubt and this is what Hannah said you're always fearful of what they're going to say because once you let them out into the world, or yeah, like, uh, someone else's house, and you're not there, because
0: they represent you, they do, okay. and that's why
1: people come back. Go, they're a credit to your family. They're mm. you, they're a credit to you too. That's what you said. Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Like, what are you actually trying to say? Like you expected them to come round and suck graffiti in your walls because <laughs> I've got tattoos on my neck. Oh, <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? That, and, uh, being a young right. parent again, mm. this is something else. If you are a young parent, do not worry about the eyes you get the evil eyes on the playground me and my friend of mine that had a kid at the same time we were the youngest parents on the playground and for the first year i've never felt so intimidated in all my life the evils i used to get i used to go in bearing in mind i was plastering at the time my clothes used to be covered in dust and plaster nine times out of ten if not i'm just wearing sort of trendy towny clothes as they'd call them or people used town-y, to I mean that was a old name wasn't it yeah town-y, that is an old name it's showing me age but People in suits and people that—they that weren't all in suits—but they used to look at me in a way that, they, whether it was just me being a little bit paranoid,
0: because mm. you don't it, know really, you don't what know they're what they're thinking. thinking no, okay. but
1: you can yeah. sense and you get that gut feeling. And and the fact that people had clicks and little groups on the playground, and I've never so the whole so eight years I've been going to the school, the, the primary school, I've not got my click. I talk to anybody like you know me. I will not go and stand with a specific group. I've got my (laughs) spot. If People want to come and talk to me, they'll talk to me but I go there to drop the kids off and to pick them up. I don't go there for a social thing. But the, the evils and how clicky it was, honestly, used to come back and when Sarah said that she felt the same sort of thing, it's like again we're really young we was 21 at the time most of these parents were like late 30s 40s some of them a bit older i now look at that and i go into the, those schools especially now um because they're even older and i'm just as i'm, I'm just not as young. you're, as you're I probably
3: where they are they were 10 years ago but from the <laughs> beginning
1: so just to paint a picture when it comes to father's day they used to let you go into the school they cook your bacon sani on a barbecue and then you get to spend an hour with your son and look around their work and then you get an hour in a playground and me and this other lad we was busting stuff up in the playground not breaking it but we was like football tricks we had the balls out with the hula hoops out all the other parents standing around watching and there's us like running <laughs> around with all these kids having fun and they're looking at us with envy because they can't do it anymore like they're not, they're having not, that much fun and have it in them they didn't
3: Stay young. That's, and the, that's how work as well comes into that field right? now <laughs> i'm
1: in the job that i'm in and there people know whether they found out through social media or through talking for me i now walk onto that playground and i don't care what i'm dressed in whether it's a flat cap whether it's tracksuit bottoms whether it's dirty clothes that i've been building in in the back garden dirty hands i walk in there with pride going one i i don't care what you do two like you used to look down on me or potentially and i know some of them definitely did and i walk in there with my head held high now going ha I got a wicked job, love my job, and <laughs> look, I can still run around yeah. and play football with the kids. <laughs> what sounds you said? Like,
0: Sounds like another lesson that being a parent has taught you. I think we need to wrap up soon. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: Before you do, Adam. Yeah. Sorry, can I okay. throw it over yeah. to you? Because you're the only one that hasn't spoke yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I look as you as like almost being like the freest person, <laughs> other than Jack, so <laughs> like as in, you can pretty much do what you want, mm-hmm. so obviously you don't have uh, kids. I don't know, is it maybe something that you thought of? or?
0: Um, there's a certain setup that's needed for you to have children, which is a sustainable relationship, which I've never really Not always. Not. Okay, true. So <laughs> in terms of the desire to have children, not really. I think there's a sense of paternal desire. You've talked about I want to have children. I want to have children, you yeah, know, Jack and Leon have said that. Um I've I'm not against it, but I've not had the desire. I feel like there should be something in the middle of your chest somewhere. This feeling that you get where you might want to have children. I haven't really had that. And I wonder if some of that might be influenced by being in a relationship. You know, maybe it introduces the idea. And and if you love someone, maybe it puts a bit of that Mm. in you as well. So I think because my relationships tend to be fairly short and sort of fairly far between, there was not really an opportunity to generate that feeling, I suppose, Uh, with someone. But I've also heard people say, I really want kids. I I can definitely not feel that. But there's a little bit, which is what I wrote down, there's a bit of concern about that where... I am the last of my lineage. Max, you talked about earlier about, you know, and I'm, that's it. Do you know what I mean? After my lineage, if I don't have children, then it kind of dies. There isn't any other my second name's Payne. There isn't any other pains out there.
1: Uh, it's such a you cool know. second name hey, as well. I don't
0: think Adam it was. It's Payne. haunted my entire <laughs> life. Imagine has being it? at school with your second name Payne, Payne in the yeah.
3: fair, um, I've got a friend of a surname name called Payne as well. So has
0: <laughs> it got an mean. E on the end? It does. Yeah. Mine doesn't.
3: Unique. It probably
1: not help to that, mind. The students like, what, but your name's Max, and his second name Max Payne. They joined us together. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: there's cool. like I I actually really like being around. Say my sister's had a kid recently, and I love that. I I kind of slightly live vicariously through them. I went yeah. round my best mates at the weekend, and I hadn't seen his children for maybe six months, pandemic and all that sort of stuff. And it was lovely to see him again. And he remembered me and ran over uh-huh. and gave me a hug and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. I love all that. That's great. And uh, and kind of you alluded to it as well Max about like the youthful side and being young and it brings that out in me I'm quite so I say mature and I find it more a bit more difficult to access my child side but blooming it comes out when I'm around children yeah. and I, I welcome that I like that okay it's on really that nice. then
1: I want to test you then because that's just <laughs> brought something up for me would you test it to the point that say you're at a park there's 10 parents women blokes whatever with their kids and they're in their little groups and stuff sitting there reading or just chatting while the kids play I'm at the park with the kids. Sometimes they'll have their friends with them. Like I used to walk to the end of our road with Mason and me. I'd be with Mason and me to begin with. And by the time I got to the end of the road, I'd have like six, seven of their mates tagged along. Mm. So we walk down the park, but I was that parent chasing the kids around the park with a football, an airflow. An airflow, Mm. it wasn't a basketball or a solid football, it was an air floater. (laughs) So it didn't hurt, but I was pinging it at the back of their heads and like Mason was only a toddler at the time, but it hit him in the back of the head. He'd fall forward, Mm. get up and run around, but loving life. Mm. And then we would play like cops and robbers. But I'm not just watching. I'm playing. Like yeah. Would you play that side? Funnily if it enough, off.
0: I got roped into a game of hide and seek. The
1: yes, day. there we <laughs> go. And believe me,
0: there was a resistance. There was a I was aware of like, I don't know, it feels a bit weird. It feels it? a bit awkward. And yeah. then all of a sudden I was doing it and loving it. Do you know yeah. what I mean, I was finding the best hiding places around the back garden and yeah. nearly broke my leg trying to get into one particular <laughs> place. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like I need a bit of a push, whereas Max, I think you would just be there, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I, usually I am. But yeah. like
1: I said, the other week when I was deflated, um, oh, yeah. and I weren't in a good space mm. it literally took me mm. uh, I suppose a little bit of, of
3: practice as well yeah. like if you're c- constantly snapping into that play a mode it's probably mm. easier to slip into mm. but obviously yeah, if you're having a mm. tough day oh stretch oh, stretching 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 I just uh, stroke Max's leg <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's probably easier just to like zoom in on that jump in and play yeah, so, yeah, I'm ready to wrap. Well, yeah, I think we're so ready th- wrap that's up.
1: basically been a nice parenting session, isn't it? Like yeah. That parents. So, yeah, any parents out there or new-to-be parents that would like to get involved and give us a chat and just tell us about some of their hopes, fears, and expectations, or if you are not interested in parenting at all and, and whatever, any just some engagement. Just give us a little bit of give engagement. Give us a comment. Just give us a comment here and there, one <laughs> that we can keep up. Right, so, yeah, till next time. Over and out. Over See and out. See you later, out.
3: guys. Thank you.